0: Magnet programs, what's the big attraction? That's our topic on this edition of the Inside Scoop. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Inside Scoop. I'm David Owen. If you like this podcast, make sure you click like, subscribe and hit that notification bell so you'll be alerted to the next one when it's released. That helps the algorithm understand who needs to see the podcast and helps us get the word out too. Cobb's rigorous coursework is well-known throughout the state, region, and even nationally, but some students are ready for an even greater challenge. If that's how you'd describe your student, you'll want to listen into to this podcast. Today I'm joined by our expert on Cobb's Magnet Programs, Dr. Andrew Kutcher, supervisor of K-12 Advanced Learning Programs. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me today so uh very briefly uh, folks are interested in this content but you're as the uh supervisor of advanced learning programs mm-hmm. uh, what is that i mean it's it's not just magnet right sure no the you know advanced learning encompasses a whole bunch of different
1: opportunities that we have for students here in cobb county mm-hmm. things from honors level coursework to ap courses to opportunities to uh to dual enroll start earning college credit while still in high school and then we have kind of what. Maybe we'd consider our premier learning experience here in the advanced learning world our, our magnet programs that we're here to talk about.
0: I, I loved the, the dual enrollment thing, and and uh, of course, IB is a thing. So maybe we can touch on that at the end of this podcast. Go a, little a little more on that. Absolutely. And I'm sure they'll also justify yet another podcast for each of them. I would love that. So, what is a magnet school or, or program? Maybe you can clarify that for us. And. Um, what, what makes it unique? What's it? How is it distinct from a regular high school? Sure, so it's a good question. Uh, the, the term magnet
1: gets used all over the place in, in various counties. What what a magnet program means to us here in Cobb is that we have a specialized program with some specially designed coursework for kids who have aptitudes and interests in a particular area. Um, all of our magnet programs are housed at our normal high schools mm-hmm. throughout the county, but it's a specialized program, so almost a school within a school. And one of the things that makes these programs I guess kind of distinct from from some of the other high school programs that we have and other advanced learning opportunities is that these programs bring in kids from all over the county. Uh, So there's an application, it is an application based process in eighth grade and and kids apply to be part of these programs. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that does is it brings in a great kind of diverse set of views from all over the county of students who are interested in the same type of content that makes it a very kind of uh, enriching experience for them Uh, and like I say some additional specialized coursework within these programs that not every student would have access to at a normal high school. Um, those are some of the things that make it stand apart. And in addition really they have faculty who is a lot of times worked in the areas of industry that line up with the content of that particular magnet program. If that okay. makes sense.
0: Yeah the first first uh, thought on that and the, that comes to my mind is uh, CETA as mm-hmm. a great example. You've got a lot of a lot of teachers there who are either have been or currently are still in the industry they're teaching about, right? Correct.
1: Yeah. So the Cobb Innovation and Technology Academy is a a wonderful program that we have here Mm -hmm. uh, in Cobb County. It operates like a magnet. So definitely, uh, you know, worthy of of talking on that topic right now. Um, And they do really focus in the career tech industries. Mm -hmm. um, And and they have quite a few different programs that are excellent opportunities for kids, uh, again, from all over the county. And as you pointed out, many of the folks that are leading those courses are still actively working in those fields, Mm -hmm. um, which just, you know, if that doesn't make those opportunities seem super real to the
0: kids yeah, and exactly. understand the
1: application of what they're learning, then I, I don't know what else would.
0: Well, and that that's a great motivation, right? Absolutely. I mean, how many times do you recall being in school and, and you're thinking to yourself, when am I ever going to use this? Correct. These are people who actually do. Right. right? Yep. So a, a lot of the, the parents, I presume, maybe students uh, watching or listening to this podcast are uh, Maybe thinking, am I listening or getting interested in magnet at the right time? What would you consider the right grade level that parents should begin thinking about enrolling their student in a magnet program?
1: That's that's a really good question. Um, I think for the magnet programs, because you will be applying as an eighth grade student, really during the first semester of your eighth grade year. Okay. Probably sixth grade is honestly about the right time to start thinking start about it. Start looking around. Because, you know, as students apply, we are going to be looking at their coursework and their grades and mm-hmm. standardized test scores uh, from seventh grade and from eighth grade. So, by sixth grade, if you know you have an interest, right, that's the best time to probably start uh, maybe hitting the road, going to some of the open houses that our magnet programs offer to better understand what the coursework and sequence of courses will look like uh-huh. um, for each school. And then really kind of put your mind to it, but you won't apply until fall of eighth grade.
0: Okay, and uh, as long as we're talking about time mm-hmm. and yeah. timings, uh, kind of, can you give us a general, or is is it possible to give us a general overview yes. of the timeline of getting into a magnet program?
1: Of course, and that's a great question and one that I'm I'm sure parents are interested in. Um, so. We have had a standard application window for the past 10-plus years for the magnet programs in that we have an online application. It opens on October 1st, and it closes on December 1st. So there's a two-month window within which students can jump to the online application, kind of fill out the demographic information, Uh, Each program does have, like, a specific type of essay question that they may ask you. You Mm -hmm. know, why do I want to be part of Wheeler's program? Why do I want to be part of South Cobb's program? Just an opportunity for the students to tell us a little bit about themselves uh, and then get those um, submitted by that December 1st deadline. Mm -hmm. Um, Other parts of that timeline, uh, during October, uh, most of our programs are going to hold an open house that I've kind of alluded to already today. That's an opportunity for students to go get on campus meet the faculty meet some of the current students get an idea for um, you know if maybe that is the right place that they can see themselves for the next four years yeah I really I liken it to almost like a kind of a college process right you need to be on campus you need to make sure that the surroundings are a place that you can see yourself for the next four years because in a magnet program you're going to be working
0: hard for four years without a doubt and you want to make sure you're doing that in a place where you're comfortable do you look for things like a sparkle in the eye kind of thing for uh the coursework yeah
1: great question so i I think you're right in that uh our older students tend to display their excitement maybe in a little bit different fashion than our younger students Um, but yes you can see it's it's that passion it's that excitement Um, you really need to see that in your student again these programs are wonderful wonderful programs Um, but they are very demanding programs, and so the passion for that particular subject really needs to lie within the student, uh, because they will go through a great deal of work. They will come out on the back end stronger than they ever thought that they could be, and they will be (laughs) applying to college in the best possible position, uh, but they'll be doing some work over those four years.
0: So so is this a, uh, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you (laughs) (laughs) stronger? Okay, so what you you kind of began down this this uh, path but Mm -hmm. what are we looking for what should parents look for as typical characteristics of a student who would be successful in a magnet program
1: um you know i think that the students that come into our magnet programs they're academically driven without a doubt um you know uh could be You know driven on stage as well when i think of like our pebble brook uh performing arts program Um, but you're looking for somebody who is interested in being at school they take advantage of the opportunities that are there so a lot of times these kids are going to be playing instruments they're going to be involved in clubs they're going to be wanting to start new clubs they're going to want to take field trips to see kind of what maybe how they can view themselves Mm -hmm. uh, after graduation so um you're looking for motivated students without a doubt, right? Academically, but also well-rounded. We like them to have other interests. Our kids in the magnet programs play on the sports teams at the school, like I mentioned, they're in the clubs at the school. Um, Really, these are the types of kids who come and and leave their
0: mark on campus, if that makes sense over the four years that they're there. So these are uh, students that maybe uh, show initiative, not just in their schooling, but even outside of that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, th- these are the kiddos that a lot of times are also involved in things like community service, right, which we take pretty seriously in most of our magnet programs as mm-hmm. well, give back to the community, uh, but also take advantage of those, you know, opportunities to, to enrich what they're doing academically with those outside opportunities as well. That definitely uh, describes the, the type of student we tend to see in these programs.
0: A lot of these students, I would presume most of these students might be considering college as their next step. Right? Is is that exclusive or so I don't think
1: it has to be exclusive, but I think you are correct in that most of these students are looking for this type of magnet experience in high school to give them like a very fulfilling and a little bit different path through high school that mm-hmm. really sets them up to be extremely competitive when applying to colleges and universities. Um, the kids in our magnet programs tend to attract a lot of scholarship money when they get done uh, just due to the high level of training that they receive throughout the you know four years that they're in the magnet program.
0: Okay, so you, you've kind of, uh, again, you, you've alluded to the <laughs> entree to the next question I had for you, which is how colleges and, and other schools, I guess uh, even trade schools Mm -hmm. would look at magnet student, magnet graduates uh, more favorably than the average student, right? Sure. Yeah.
1: And I, I mean, I think when you look at a college application or a piece of the college application for whoever's going to be recommending a student is always going to ask, has the student gone through kind of the most advanced pathway you know, afforded to them at the school where they attended. And what we can say is anybody who comes through one of these magnet programs can check that box. Yes. Right. And and know that they have they have really uh, put themselves out there to take the most challenging coursework in their particular field on the Mm -hmm. way through high school to get themselves prepared to, to jump right in at the college level and not just, you know, go to college, but be extremely successful and then be a leader on that college campus the same way they were on their high school campus.
0: So, uh, and, and by the way, I, I will say as the, the parent of a, actually several kids, I'm <laughs> sorry, it's not about that, I understand that. but um, one of the biggest characteristics of magnet students that I've seen has been learning that time management that a lot of a lot of students don't learn until they hit college years, right? Yeah, that,
1: that's absolutely true. Uh, I think just with the, you know, the amount of coursework that the the kids work through, in addition to the other experiences like some independent research, right, chances to go out and do an internship uh, later on in their magnet career, the students really do have to do a good job of kind of learning how to manage their time. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned, too, they're usually active in clubs, potentially playing sports, in the marching band, taking yeah. full advantage of everything that there is to do in high school while maintaining a higher level course load than many of their peers. Uh, It it does require dedication and it does require some attention to uh,
0: how you set your schedule without a a doubt. I have heard of so many kids, uh, students I should say, studying while they're on the bus ride. Absolutely. That's not what we picture as parents, uh, (laughs) anybody doing on a bus. So, uh, and and as long as I've touched on buses, I mean, that's another angle of it, right? Uh, They still can get to a school from anywhere in the county, but can you elaborate on the transportation side of this whole picture?
1: Uh, Our magnet programs bring in students from all over the county. Mm -hmm. And the county has shown their dedication to these programs by providing busing throughout the entire county for kids going to magnet programs. So there are special magnet buses. Um, These buses are going to pick up. They're going to generally run through the kind of the major thoroughfares that run through our county Mm -hmm. Um, So you may not have a bus stop, you know at the end of your street or at the entrance to your development But likely there's going to be a Home Depot parking lot a Publix parking lot a Kroger something close by Mm -hmm. that will be a good collection spot for a number of uh, Students in that particular area to get picked up to to get over to the magnet
0: programs that they're attending Okay, well, uh, let's touch if you will on uh what the various program types are what do you call them pathways
1: so they all have like maybe a different area of focus i guess i would say um so i know when we go to speak and and let kids know at the middle school level we kind of break them apart almost into like our math science technology programs Mm -hmm. and then our more liberal liberal arts focused programs Um, and then we have the career tech and the performing arts so we we have programs that I guess satisfy a number of different needs. All parts of the brain. Correct. (laughs) Correct. But you know, when we look at it and and kind of break down the programs, um, if I stay kind of on the on the STEM end of things, I mean that's where you're really looking at the Academy of Math, Science, and Technology at Kennesaw Mountain. Um, We have uh, the Academy of Research and Medical Sciences, which is located at South Cobb High School. Uh, And the Center for Advanced Studies in Science, Math, and Technology at Wheeler High School. Those are the programs that are designed probably most for our kids with deep interest in science, technology, engineering, Mm -hmm. those types of fields, math. Um, Mm -hmm. And we have the IB program at Campbell, which I would consider more of a liberal arts program. Uh, And that program, it is a magnet program, but if you complete all of the kind of requirements for the IB Program as well. You actually graduate with two diplomas. You graduate with your high school diploma here in Georgia and an IB high school diploma oh, as that's well. Interesting. Wow. It is interesting, right? And so uh, I know that that is very valuable to a lot of students coming out of that program, and it shows the dedication and hard work that they put into that international sure. baccalaureate program. We also have the School for International Studies at North Cobb. Okay. Um, primary goal is to provide an advanced educational experience for students emphasizing the development of global perspectives. So that's kind of what that program is all about. There's a lot of international travel involved, students very involved in the foreign language classes, deep into the
0: social studies, English language arts content. Wait, you're you're saying these high school students are traveling internationally in this coursework or they're just preparing for that sort of thing? No,
1: that's a piece of the program. So they find it very valuable to not just read and learn about the culture, but Mm -hmm. to actually get out and experience the culture. So they take trips every single year. Uh, They may be in Asia, they may be in South America, they may be in Europe, uh, depending. And uh, that is, it is, and has always been kind of a critical piece of that program, right? if you want to explore global perspectives, you need to explore the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's, that's reality. So how competitive are these pro are, I I know that with the, um, Performing arts program at Pebble Pebblebrook—you mm-hmm. have to apply and audition Correct. and all these things. Are all of the magnet programs like that? Do you have to? Um, do you have to write essays, for example? Do you—is uh, it a competitive entry? Kind it of is
1: so, and and I guess that's a, a a good point of distinction for for the way we do things here in Cobb, right? So there are—I know there are places where a magnet program is kind of an open enrollment type program. You, you display your interest. Here in Cobb, these are selective programs, meaning that students do have to apply and be accepted. Um, and when students apply, uh, the committees at each of the magnet schools is gonna sit down and look at a number of things. They're gonna look at their grades. They're gonna look at their standardized test scores. There are going to be essay questions that give students an opportunity to show us what their voice is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and kind of what their take is on their own studies. Um, We'll ask them about um, what other types of experiences they've had in their community, leadership-type experiences that they've had. Um, And we see that most of our students kind of can check most of those boxes, right, Uh, Are doing things both at their school and outside of their school. Um, So it is competitive. the way that we run the application process is that we also we accept all the students up front, right? So we don't do a wait list or anything like that, which I know is a, a question that we tend to get every spring. Right? Yeah, now that you've kind of given out your acceptances, when will we see the second tier and second tier is not going to be there. Right. So the the committees that sit down to review these applicants have about, you know, 20 20 years of history in these programs, 25 in some of our older magnet programs. So they know the type of student that's likely going to come in and be successful. And those are the type of students that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, it it is competitive. So what that means is there are going to be students every year who apply to these programs and, and do not earn an entrance into those programs. Um, fortunately, we have a lot of other advanced learning experiences that may be appropriate for them on their way through high school. But for yeah. these magnet programs, because they are kind of these dedicated, high-level academic programs that can be very rigorous, um, we want to make sure we get the students in there that are going to be able to, to compete and do well in
0: these programs. Yeah, you don't want to give a seat away to somebody you know is going to crash and burn. Yeah, we just or, don't or want,
1: suspect. correct. And we, we just we don't want that experience for anybody
0: right? We want to put
1: all of our students in the best position to be successful for sure, and that's what we try to do through our admission process in the magnet programs. And for students who apply and don't get selected, we know that there's a whole host of other advanced learning opportunities they will still have in high school and can come out and be very competitive when
0: applying to college. So one last question for you. you, uh, Can a student apply to more than one magnet? And if so, if they are accepted at more than one, What then?
1: Good, yeah. Every year we have students who apply to to multiple magnet programs. That that window of application, the window when the application is open from October to December is the student's opportunity. Because all of these programs take kids transitioning from middle school to high school, Mm -hmm. that eighth grade year is their one and only chance to apply to most of these programs. So you have to get your application in. Uh, You do have the opportunity to be accepted to more than one program. And it's the student's choice in the spring. Uh, Which of those offers, if any, they would like to accept and kind of choose which program that they might like to attend for the next four years. We don't bind anybody to these decisions. Again, we want everybody to be in the right place, but they'll have to let us know where they would like to start their high school experience. Sure. um, So we can get them enrolled and registered and taking classes at the right magnet program.
0: Okay. All right. Um, at the beginning of the podcast, we, we mentioned uh, that you also are, your advanced learning is your, your responsibility, mm-hmm. and that includes things like dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be worthy of a, an entire podcast, but can you very, very briefly give us an overview of what that is sure. and why parents should pay attention to it?
1: Yeah, great, great question. So dual enrollment is, is a program that we have here in Georgia where students can take college-level coursework. While still in high school, if they gain acceptance
0: to the college or university where they like to take those courses, and that's not necessarily just magnet uh, students. We're talking about just uh, general high school. Correct. So we okay.
1: have we have dual enrollment at all of our high schools. Right. Every single one of our high schools offers this dual enrollment program. It is a state sponsored program mm-hmm. uh, where kids can, t- like I said, can take those college classes. But it satisfies two requirements. It'll satisfy the high school graduation requirement. It'll also serve as a college course that will stay on their college transcript permanently, right? So it's a great experience. It gets you a head start on college or can get you a head start on college. It can save you time. It can save you money when you get to college. It's a wonderful opportunity. Um, But, you know, as with any of these advanced learning opportunities, I think the most critical thing to understand is really what's the desire of the student because Mm -hmm. they'll be the ones doing the work. So we have a lot of different ways that we can serve the advanced needs of our students here in Cobb. And I would be happy to come back and and do another podcast on dual enrollment. with you. Well,
0: I tell you what, the uh, parents, I hope you you caught that. He said you don't have to pay for some college <laughs> so if you know that your students going to college that is a great deal i did that with uh one of my kids and uh man that was thousands of dollars saved right see, there. so you understand the value absolutely well andrew thank you so much for coming on and uh telling us about the magnet programs and a little bit about uh, dual enrollment uh, ib mm-hmm. uh, is another yep. one that uh, we'll go in depth on the specific programs as well so that uh, parents and and students can get a a, a more refined or detailed picture of each one of them. I'm sure they would love to hear from the individual program coordinators at each one of the schools as well, but I
1: appreciate the opportunity to be here today and and talk a little bit in general about the magnet programs and, and look forward to our next
0: conversation. All right. If you think your student might be a good fit for a magnet program, check out the link in the show notes to make sure that you learn all you can about the various programs around Cobb. Those upcoming podcasts are going to be hopefully very informative to that. And also pass this podcast along to a friend. Students entering a program alongside someone they already know certainly helps them succeed. And that's what we're all about. So don't forget to like, subscribe, click that notification bell. So you'll be the first one to know when the next episode comes out. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.